Future Self Podcast, Episode 7. It's not where you started out. It's not the roadblocks that you hit and the trouble that you had. All that matters is the work that you're willing to put into it today. This is the Future Self Estate Planning Podcast, your place for financial and estate planning tips and so much more to make your future self your biggest fan. He's your host, Robert Ingalls. All right, all right, Future Self listeners, welcome to Episode 7 of the Future Self Podcast, where every episode is intended to provide you with actionable advice that you can implement in your life today to get you from where you are to where you want to be. And with that goal in mind, I'm going to be compiling knowledge, insight, and inspiration and serving it up to you every Friday. So check back with us every Friday for new, fresh episodes. Future Self listeners, I want to take a moment at the beginning of this show and personally thank you. We're only seven full episodes in, and we are already crushing our projections. When I started the podcast, I drew up what I thought were reasonable download numbers to hit, and halfway we're only halfway through August right now, and we've already surpassed that goal. And you know what that means, right? Set a higher goal and work harder. And it's not that I'm not celebrating that victory, because I am. I think I'm very impressed uh, with the listenership we've gotten at this point and the interactions that we're getting with our listeners. But at the end of the day, I realize... I can absolutely do better. And now that's what I want next. It's absolutely important to celebrate your victories, but ultimately they are just one rung on the ladder to success. So when you do have victories, stop, smile, give a few high fives, and keep on climbing. But the reason I want to thank you personally is because you helped me hit those numbers. You did that by listening and then by sharing this with someone who needed to hear it. That's the only way that we're hitting these numbers. We're not pumping money into advertising. This has all been organic growth. And what that means is that you're finding value here and that you believe that this is going to bring value to other people. So again, I really want to thank you for spreading that word. That's how I keep doing what I'm doing. If this is your first time listening and you're digging what you're hearing, and I know that you are, then hit that subscribe button. Head over to the iTunes Store, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, whatever streaming device it is or service that you're using. Leave me a rating. Let me know what you think about the show. Okay, future self-listeners, are you ready to break into today's show? You have got hopes, dreams, desires. And because I desperately want to see those hopes become your history, those dreams become your deeds, those desires become your triumphs, those simple thoughts that you're having today, I want to see those thoughts become things. And that's why each episode is intended to provide you with the actionable advice that you need to help you implement them in your life immediately to get one step closer to making those dreams a reality. We've talked about that first step, that big, ugly, necessary first step, recognizing that you're not where you want to be or who you want to be and taking action. But what action do you take? And I'm here to tell you it doesn't matter as long as it's forward, as long as it's in the direction of where you want to go. Frequently, that first step is going to be reading a profound book, uh, following a blog, listening to a podcast. There is so much information out there just waiting for you to seize it. And I so frequently hear people say, but I don't have the time or the money to go back to school. So what? School might help you get your foot in the door, but it is the know-how and the hustle that are going to move you up the ladder. That's the only thing that matters at the end of the day, not what, you know, 
institute gave you a piece of paper. And that's not to look down on that piece of paper. I have a number of them. And and don't think I don't hear the irony in this statement coming from someone who spent 23 years of his life in a classroom. But I'm here to tell you that most of that was wasted time. And that's not to say I didn't have amazing teachers that changed my life in meaningful, tangible ways. What it means is it's not the only way to success. It wasn't then, and it damn sure isn't now. If you need structure in your life to get started, maybe. Maybe school will kind of help you get that structure in place. But there is very little at this point in time that you cannot get yourself 100% free. There are a number of websites out there. You have things like Khan Academy, which is a nonprofit with the aim of providing free world-class education for anyone, anywhere. So check them out. You can learn virtually any subject that interests you. Then you have iTunes University, which you can put right on your phone. You can get it on your computer. And I've personally taken Ivy League business and entrepreneurship classes. Um, And these are classes that a decade ago were only available to elite academics. Then if you're interested in computer science and coding, you've got a website called Code Academy where you can take free coding classes in 12 different programming languages. So there really is no excuse. There's so much out there for free. And then there are a multitude of inexpensive choices uh, from Udemy. You spell that U-D-E-M-Y. And you can purchase classes created by the top practitioners in their field. LinkedIn just launched a website called lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com. And they offer an array of phenomenal courses there as well. And then you look at Amazon, they have Kindle Unlimited, uh, which gives you access to essentially the biggest bookshelf in the world. And don't slouch on your local library either. There's books, audiobooks. You will be surprised at the amount of valuable resources that you can find there for free. Audible.com is one of my favorite places to go to find uh, audiobooks, uh, which I listen to a lot. And I know we talked in an earlier episode about listening to those on 2X. It will get a lot more information in your head a lot quicker. Um, and I'm going to link link everything I'm talking about here in the show notes in the blog post so you can go right there, click on it, and check it out. Um, but I want you to get started on something today. And let me know what that is as well. Just shoot me a quick note. Uh, let me know what it is that you're getting started on, what your thoughts are, where you are. I just want to hear about it. Now, I know I sound kind of jazzed about all this because I am. I'm so passionate about helping people shake off the bullshit that has been holding them down for so long. I'm so tired of hearing the I can'ts or the I'm not good enough or the I'm not smart enough. Smart enough. None of that matters. All that matters is the work that you're willing to put into it today. And it's so easy to look at someone that's already succeeding and just write them off as smart or lucky, but you often don't see the failures in the years and years of grinding the late nights that they're putting in that it took them to get there. That's the stuff that you don't see. That's the unsexy side that generally people do not show you. Anyone who grew up with me can tell you I am far from an anomaly. I was a kid with average intelligence, with pretty poor grades. Uh, I failed a book report in fourth grade because I was terrified to stand in front of the class. Now, mind you, I actually read that book. I knew the content. Uh, I could have given that report in my sleep, but I was so petrified to stand in front of the class and give that book that I got a zero on that. And then we fast forward a couple years, I had to repeat the eighth grade. And that's not something I'm proud of, but I wear it as a badge of honor now because I think it is very, it really demonstrates that it's not where you started out. It's not the roadblocks that you hit and the trouble that you had. It is what you do 
when they happen. It's how you respond. It's the way you're willing to keep getting out of bed and keep moving forward toward whatever those goals that you have set and accomplished. Now, some people are truly brilliant, and I get that. But for the rest of us, the major divide is our willingness to sacrifice and work for what we want, one foot in front of the other day after day. I mean, what you're hearing right this second, this topic came to me while I was driving home from a meeting this week. I came home, I sat in front of my computer, and I started sketching out the episode. Then I started researching it, tweaking it, until I had a relatively good idea of what I wanted to do with it. And then I sat down, I recorded it, I did the editing, tagging, I wrote copy for the blog post, the email newsletter, created all the links, made sure they actually worked. Then I listened to the episode one more time for a little quality control, make sure that it came off without a hitch. And then I made sure that the episode uploaded properly across across all the platforms that I have to get it to to ensure that you're going to be able to hear it right now. And now that sounds like a lot of work, doesn't it? And I got to tell you, it is. It really is a lot of steps to put in. But it also started with taking the idea I had, putting pen to paper, or in my case, fingers to keyboard, And taking that first step, it started with the decision to do it, and then I took the next logical step, the next logical action to get closer to it. And that is really all anything is, is a series of small steps to get toward the goal that you've set. You frequently hear this phrase that Rome wasn't built in a day, and of course it wasn't. But not only was Rome not built in a day, no one moved a brick on the first day. Pen was put to paper, discussions were had. Plans were drawn up, and then those plans were scrapped entirely and redrawn. All of this happened before the first laborer stacked the first stone. And that's the same way with any goal or project if you want to accomplish it. No matter how big or small a project is, it can only be accomplished one task at a time. And that's how you organize it. Create your plan and begin with task number one. And now here, I'm going to give you the one magic trip trick, the secret sauce to the overnight success. Work your ass off and never stop. I can promise you it's going to get hard. You are naturally going to feel like you're just not built for this. You're just not good at this type of work. Again, that's BS. That is the caveman inside you, inside your head, trying to control you. You can't fail any harder if you give up right now, right? Go back. Go back to what you know. Go back to what's simple. I can tell you from firsthand experience, that voice is powerful terrifyingly so sometimes. But what's even more powerful is coming to the realization that that voice is literally all that is holding you back and you have 100% complete control over that voice. The difference between those that succeed and those that don't is often really just the way that they respond to that voice. And I know it sounds ridiculously simple when I put it that way, but it really is the truth. You are the only person that is holding you back. Do you think your boss is holding you back because maybe you know he doesn't like you? He or she doesn't like you? Bullshit. Why doesn't your boss like you? What did you do or not do to cause this dislike? Nothing you say, right? Maybe uh, you know, nothing. That guy's just an asshole. And maybe he is. But what can you do about that? Probably nothing. If he's an asshole and he doesn't like you, what are you doing about it yourself? What can you do today? tomorrow, next week, to improve that situation. Maybe you can schedule a lunch with your boss, invite him or her to dinner at your house with your spouse. 
Get to know your boss as a person. Figure out what you can do to improve that relationship. Find out what your boss likes. Start conversations around those common grounds. And maybe none of that will work either. But the point is, you have to do what is in your control. Don't bitch about what isn't in your control. Blaming anyone who isn't you is a waste of your time and the waste of everyone around you's time. In my personal one-on-one coaching sessions, this is a place where I tend to encounter the most resistance. Whoa, wait, wait, what? How can it be my fault if other people are lazy? I am doing everything I can. How can you blame me when I can only do so much? And, and this, future self-listeners, is usually around the time I start hearing that phrase, personal responsibility. And that's where I stop them because you know what? They're exactly right. This is all about personal responsibility. You are responsible for yourself, and you are the only one that can control your actions, and and that's all you can control. I'm a member of a personal development group. Um, It's a Facebook group where we kind of get together. It's people who are on a journey together, and we come together and we discuss ideas, the things that we're doing in our life, the challenges that we're having, and every once in a while, a new member will be added to the group. And recently we had a new member that kind of espoused this same mindset. This person was trying to accomplish a goal, but he felt that the team that he was assembling kept letting him down. He was distressed that the team just didn't care enough, that they had given up on the goals that he had set. And so I talked to him a little and I told him essentially what I'm telling you right now. What could he have done differently or better to make that group succeed? Where did he personally fail the group? Initially, he did not take that well at all. He became very defensive. He didn't understand that this wasn't a personal attack. It was his ego fucking with him. Literally, that's all it was. And I'll tell you what I tell everyone that I talk to. When something goes wrong in my life, it is my fault. I refuse to waste one more second of my short life ruminating on the perceived shortcomings of other people. Most of my life, I personally had kind of underdeveloped social skills. Um, But still, like today, I loved connecting with other people on a very deep level. But because I had some of these social skills issues, I had trouble making and keeping friends. And, And so what did I do about that? Well, I blamed other people. I blamed people around me for the way they treated me. I felt like they're they're just mean people. How can they not see how hard I'm trying and what a nice person I am? And sure, that kind of talk made my ego feel much better because I got to blame others for the things that were happening in my life. And that made me feel good. But it got me no closer to my goal of the acceptance and connection that I desired. Now, are you going to encounter some serious pricks in your life that are going to make your journey a lot harder? A thousand percent yes, you absolutely are. But in those moments, you get to decide how you respond. You get to decide how to assign the meaning to everything in your life that happens to you. And only then, only when you look inward, only when you say, what am I doing wrong that keeps me from obtaining what I desire? And and for me, it was those emotional connections and friendships. But that is how and the only way that you will cut through the bullshit and truly observe your own behavior and figure out what it is you're doing wrong, and that's the only way you're going to be able to address it. Now, once you've actually taken that first step and really started moving in that direction, I expect that you're going to encounter some pushback from that caveman in your brain. He wants to maintain the status quo. Things are fine 
in his world. He gets up every day, he does what he's supposed to do, and that's enough. That's normal. Shifting a mindset is a radical change, and it can be an internal struggle of epic proportions. That voice in your head is going to get defensive. It might get angry, but again, that is ego. And ego, that voice in your head, that should serve you. It should not control you. It is time to make that voice your bitch. But I will warn you, telling your ego to go fuck itself is a harsh pill to swallow. I know from experience. However, until you do, you're going to be swimming against the mental current your entire life. Approach every situation thinking, what could I have done better? That is how shit gets done. Focus on the things you can control. There is literally no limit to what one person can accomplish um, if you actually set your mind to it. And you hear that a lot. You can do anything if you set your mind to it. And it's become you know, kind of trite because we hear it so frequently. But if you sit down and just think about that phrase and what it means for a period of time, there are no truer words. Set your mind to something and then start creating micro steps to get a little closer to that goal every single day. I'll leave you with a piece of advice that I try to live my life by. And this is from a man you may have heard of, wrestling superstar Ric Flair. If you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. Now, I personally have never had a penchant for violence, and wrestling, I suppose, is more aggressively choreographed dancing anyway. So I interpret that quote a little less literal. Most often, the man you need to beat is the man or the woman in the mirror. Who you are in this moment is not who you can be or who you need to be. You cannot control your rivals. All you can control is the effort that you are willing to exert. Every single day when you look in the mirror, you should see someone staring back at you that is just a little more badass and just a little more accomplished than you have ever seen before. But also remember that change is slow. And this is where a lot of people get tripped up. They cannot see the results fast enough. You're not going to wake up one day and all of a sudden not recognize this masterpiece of a human specimen in the mirror, but that's not the goal. The goal is to absolutely recognize that badass masterpiece in the mirror because you made it. You did the work. You were the one grinding it out every day. You created that success. And friends, I'll tell you, all it comes down to is mindset. It is the one thing that you control and the number one factor in determining whether or not you achieve success. If you want success in your life, you really have to decide to become the kind of person that is successful. You have to do the things every day that a successful person does. Because success isn't so much a thing that happens to you, it is really a mindset. It's a mindset that you attack the world with. You can walk into rooms, you know, any room that you walk into, like when you walk into a room tonight, I want you to look around and try to identify who the most successful person in that room is if you don't already know them. And a lot of times it's pretty easy when you pay attention. It's not always the clothes they're wearing or the crowd that they've drawn around them. A lot of times it's their body language. It's their attitude. They don't have to say a word. You can see it on them. And I'm not talking about arrogance or bravado. I'm talking about self-assurance, confidence. Those are the things that people tend to display. And you can kind of see them, whether you really recognize it consciously or not, those are the things that set people apart. Now, whatever it is in your life right now, 
What are you thinking about? What do you want? You have to put yourself in the position to get it. Do you want that six-figure job, that seven-figure job? Why would they give it to you? Are you the kind of person that deserves that job? Sure, and maybe you are. So if you didn't get that job, why not? Is it because you weren't good enough? I think so, because if you were, if you were the right person for that job, you would have gotten it. You failed somewhere along the way. And again, don't let your ego receive that as a personal attack because all you need to do in that moment is figure out what it is that you could have done better. Who got that job? What qualities did they have? What did they do? Oh, did they know somebody? Why don't you know somebody? Start networking. Meet the kind of people that will put you in a position to get that job next time it's offered. Everything out there is in your control. You just have to make that decision to take the right steps to get to it. And I want to recommend a phenomenal book that attacks this idea of taking full responsibility in a really in-depth way. And it's called Extreme Ownership. It was written by two battle-seasoned Navy SEALs that have taken the leadership lessons that they learned in combat and, and really successfully applied them to the corporate world. And now they have a very successful coaching business taking these leadership techniques and bringing them into corporations and teaching them how to implement them for success. And I've got a copy sitting beside me right now. So what I'm going to do this week, anyone that joins the mailing list by Thursday night, August 25th, is going to get a chance to get this copy sitting right beside me right now. So what you need to do is just text the word FUTURE, F-U-T-U-R-E, to 444-999. Again, that's the word FUTURE, to 444-999. And you're going to get on the weekly mailing list for some killer updates. Um, anything that's going on in my world, I'm going to send that out for you. We put together informational videos and special offers. And also, one person is going to get a copy of my uh, book extreme not book my book I wrote but my copy of the book extreme ownership and it really is one of my favorite books so text future to 444-999 and as always I'll link any book I discuss in the show notes and the post and if you decide to purchase a book through one of our links the show will get a portion of every purchase that's how we keep the lights on around here now future self listeners we have talked at length today about transformation and I am so pumped for every single one of you that is just starting your journey. And even those that are in the middle of the climb, that's a really tough spot too, because that's when you really start hitting those real roadblocks and you start to doubt yourself. And that's when you really need to keep in mind. You have to just persevere, mindful perseverance every single day on your goal. One thing that's helped me out a lot is when I wake up in the morning, I will look at what my goals are. I will look at them. I will look at some of the steps that I've broken down that I want to get there. And so when I have to get out of bed and do something that I really would rather not do, I know why I'm doing it. And while I'm doing it, it's a lot more pleasant because I'm doing it in furtherance of a large goal that I am so pumped about reaching. So one thing I want you to remember is do not freak out when you inevitably find yourself having trouble implementing some new ideas that you've learned. You're trying to rewire your brain. You are rewiring years of learned behavior. And that shit is going to take serious, focused attention. Personally, if I had to guess, I will still be at least semi-consciously focusing on battling negative thoughts forever. I mean, I hope I can overcome that completely one day and push it away. But I don't know. But either way, I'm not going to stop trying. And I've been at this for quite a while, so do not get down on yourself. Keep moving forward. Keep learning new things. 
and, and keep moving towards your goals. It's going to be very difficult to internalize the fundamentals of what you're learning without conscious repetition, focusing on the ideas and strategically implementing them throughout your life. And from someone who had their mindset free much later in life, it is possible. It will be a consistent struggle to maintain it, I promise you, and it will be worth it. That I promise you as well. Future Self Listener, I want to sincerely thank you for spending some time with me today. If you've got something that you want to talk about, do not hesitate to shoot me an email. I'm getting more and more each week, and I respond to every single one of them. I love hearing from you, and I love hearing your amazing stories of growth and triumph and the despair and heartache that you are overcoming to get there. I want you to listen to next week's episode as well. We're going to have a really great guest next week. I am really pumped about having this guy here. So tune in next Friday to hear that. Um, I hope you had as much fun today as I did, listeners. Um, I'm going to leave you here. So until next Friday, my friends, get out there and beat the man. You've been listening to the Future Self Estate Planning Podcast. If you're serious about planning for the future, then we have exactly what you need. Check out our website at www.ingleslawfirm.com for more actionable estate planning content and grab your free copy of our ebook. Six things you need to know before making a will or living trust. Thanks for listening. Now, get out there and give your future self something to cheer about. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and Pinterest at Ingles Law.